हे 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 एवरीवन हाउ यू ऑल डूइंग गुड मॉर्निंग अफ्रीका व्हिच इज वेरी क्लोज टू माय हार्ट एज यू गाइस नो दैट सो वेलकम टू द 15th एपिसोड ऑफ द पॉडकास्ट अफ्रीका द नेक्स्ट बिग थिंग एंड यू ऑल नो द मिशन एंड द विजन ऑफ दिस पॉडकास्ट इज टू हेल्प अफ्रीकन एंटरप्रेन्योर्स बिकम इन्फ्लुएंट लीडर्स बाय प्रमोटिंग देयर ब्रांड कल्चर बिजनेस स्किल्स एंड शेयरिंग योर सक्सेस स्टोरीज सो दैट इट विल कीप योर यूथ इंस्पायर्ड एंड यू विल आल्सो बी एबल टू गेट लॉट ऑफ फॉरेन इन्वेस्टमेंट you know that's a main goal so today the guest that we are having you know is somebody you know who has an immense knowledge of branding when it comes to branding you know that any company any corporate any startup any big business always survive because of its marketing and because of its branding so we are having a guest today his name is mr kevin kojo he is from ghana so again ghana ghana you know you all know that it's so close to me so he is from there and he all he is very passionate about building outstanding brands for businesses and he also loves to teaching to other young students so that they can implement you know the knowledge that he gives to their lives to their corporate uh, you can say experience and to to the education as well so let's bring him he is i think he is here and here he comes mr kevin kevin how are you my man hi shirash i'm i'm fine what about you I'm doing great my brother all well so how is it going how is ghana yeah quite well i mean yeah in an interesting time and you know how globally we we are battling through the the ups and downs of the economies here and there but at oh, the end yeah. of the day yeah we're having a good time and we're enjoying as usual ghanaian have the we are having fun even throughout difficulties so Yes, so enjoying <laughs> taking good time. Oh, Ghanians are fighters, you know. They are fighters. Exactly. And and I remember, exactly. you know, I remember the food. I love the Ghanian food, oh, especially banku and fufu. That was my favorite food. I see. Interesting. Yeah. I, I thought you'd mention jollof. I mean, but that's fine. <laughs> For it to really yeah, yeah. like to get into knowing banku and and fufu, it tells you that you you've stayed in you've not yum. just stayed in Ghana, <laughs> but you've really been part of the culture. you really yes. connected with people and i mean that that's quite interesting very oh, good is my favorite anyways yeah oh that's great yum is my favorite yeah. but if you ask me on the top yum i love yum i can even i also cook yeah yum i cook in india as well you know so oh, i know I see. how to cook yum see yeah i thought so if i come to ghana we'll share yeah the fried one uh, interesting <laughs> oh that, that's that's fine <laughs> good yeah. to know you know yeah yeah and and my viewers also know uh, my viewers know that you know how ghana is close to me and specifically because i tell this if i you know if uh, i bring any ghanian guest so i love to mention this and i also love oh. to mention my favorite ghana place akra new town because new town market was very close <laughs> to me new town has given me everything and i oh, can proudly say i used to rule that area? market <laughs> i see Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yes, you, you're basically going around. I mean, on the field, whole new town. It sounds like whole you, you really town. spend some good time connecting with people around. Yes, yes, I remember everything. Even Trotro, oh. you know the Trotro that moves and all. I love the Trotro as well. I see. Yeah, that's I the fun part of it, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I still It's remember here. they used to say. akra 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 so i remember okay. i remember all those <laughs> so amazing I'm, I'm amazing sure you, you've had some good experience dealing with the mates in a car 
having yeah, yeah. to pay getting your chain yeah, yeah, back mate oh mates i used to yeah. yeah because the company that i was working they had more than 50 trucks so every truck you know they used oh. to send a mate for offloading onloading goods and all so i used to even deal with them i know like you know because see it's a family doesn't matter you are in a yeah. position or you are a senior manager mm. or something but if you want to succeed in work you have all have to work as a team so everybody is important yeah. everyone exactly. is important from the yeah. ceo to the gatekeeper of your company even that person yeah. is very important so that exactly. so yeah mr kevin yeah you know that today's agenda you know so you know the podcast and all these things and i know you have a great amount of experience when it comes to branding but just before we jump to that i just want to know a little bit about yourself if you can introduce yourself your how did you started or your background your education everything okay thank you so much tiraj uh my name is kevin kujo as you said earlier on and i'm a brand strategist from ghana west africa and i'm passionate about building brands right about yeah. seeing them born nursing them and seeing them grow to complete compete on a global stage the, the beauty about this is that you would you, you get a chance to work together with people that just started something new right they have a big dream they have something great to offer the world but just that they don't have the leverage they don't have the leverage of the big companies they are not yet there but here is where i usually say that what i do is to give the opportunity for all people or anybody that wants to to compete on the global stage to to send a message and send a message the right way you understand to position them yeah. globally so they don't see the difference between mtn or a new startup that that is starting because of the kind of communication that I help them with right so I'm passionate about building this brand and allowing small businesses to grow and compete on the global scale aside from that uh, education is one of the things I'm looking to so much as well training young ones equipping them with digital skills for the future we know obviously we are in a digital world and anything yep. that is built today has is roots in 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 digitization you know right all digital and most especially for kids uh, stem for kids because i believe giving them an opportunity from a scratch from a start to experience what is is to to be a tech person what is available for them will help them build up their dreams around that and probably become the the big inventors that would we'll have to see in the future So basically I'm passionate about those two things building brands and teaching people how to to do same or to be well abreast with technology of today. So how it all started is quite interesting, right? Out of a family of four um I, I'm the second born. Actually we are two boys and two okay. girls. Okay. So everyone else have gone through secondary school. and right after that went into university to study IT accounting uh botany and i mean all these different fields right but yeah. i happen to be the only one that is not just go right from secondary school into um into an academic sector but i was i chose a, a professional route or professional route if i would say it that way and when i say i chose it actually or i was led or a little bit influenced <laughs> by my mom to go straight into oh, it going into 
professional courses and I mean, getting a practical hand on whatever it is we are doing. And right from second school, I got into an IT school, more specifically, uh, most specifically IPMC in Ghana. Mm. I'm sure you might have heard yes. about that. Yes, 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 <laughs> of course. So uh, I spent two years there and I studied system engineering, right? Okay. So basically hardware networking, setting up system, routers, switches, and all those. I, I don't want to go much in details with that, right? But after going out of school, uh, I was scouting for a job. I was trying to get an internship. I was trying to get some, you know how it is, right? Out of the school, you're excited about the skills that you have. You want to offer it to the world. But things did not really align or things did not really work the way I thought, right? Because I was targeting the big firms. I was mm. Scouting, I was getting to big, big places, but I just did not have the experience, or I would say I was it was quite early to get into that, right? And yeah. but along the line, I was looking out for other means to be, I mean, to keep myself going, right? Then there was a little bit of pressure financially already. I needed to get some things done. And I got to into marketing. I was a sales rep for a company. Then I was selling some mm. website packages, insurance, and some few things, right? But along the line, there was a time, I can't remember, uh, on the Thursday, right? I wasn't home with the others. I actually moved out to stay with an uncle somewhere in Tema. And my brother visited. And upon his visit, we were talking, and I realized he was working out something on his computer, right? And that was design. That was the first time I saw what it was. Our graphic designing, right? I was just looking at him move item, put it in pictures, and I was like, This is nice. How is this done? I mean, is this something you can teach me? He said, Yeah, I can teach you how to do it. It's quite easy. I'm like, Okay, yeah, I'm interested to know. And he gave me some basics, right? That was Photoshop, uh, CS6, I believe. Yeah, CS6. I like eight years back. So CS6 or CS5, I think. So he introduced me some few basics and gave me some few tutorials, right? Because he was just on a visit, he had to leave. So I didn't want him to, I mean, he didn't want me to just be hanging. So I got the tutorials, I started learning on my own. And I realized I loved what I was doing, right? I could create something out of nothing. And I was getting excited from time to time. And finally got to, I mean, got a job out of that. You know, I was just trying to get things done. And I started talking to people that now I could design, I could get things done. And I got my first job out of my personal insight. So I, I normally call myself a self-taught designer. And you know how it is, right? When you learn something by yourself, you want to get to yep. the roots. You want to get everything out of it, right? So through YouTube, I, was, I got to, I mean, learn all the all the things about the tools, you know, design is not only about the tools, but about the tools and about the principles. So I learned of about course. the principle of designing. And then I started freelancing for people. I got a job. I started a job. I was freelancing for people. And I had an encounter with someone, a friend of mine who was a designer as well, who introduced me with what we call a portfolio. Then I didn't know I could have a portfolio and send it to people. And I was like, okay, this is a good idea. And so he gave me this trick, right, for me to be able to copy whatever big brands I've done already, people like Coca-Cola, about Pepsi, hmm. the designs they've worked on already, 
I should try another version of it or maybe modify them a little bit, add my personal taste to them and share with them. I did that and that was magical. I, I attracted the attention of big brands, right? And yeah. somewhere in 2018, I don't know whether I know about the visit of Prince Charles to Ghana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then he was a prince, but now he's a king, right? So I got an yeah. opportunity to work together on that project, on the communications well. for them in Ghana. And I mean, big brand, I'm currently um, consulting for some big brands in Ghana. Probably I could mention one that is the Association of Ghana Industry, the Energy Service mm-hmm. Center. And some other people, most of them I cannot disclose right now on the call, but I mean, it just tells you of how Of course, we'll talk. From... we'll talk after the call. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get you. Um, I get nothing. you. Nothing. Yeah. From a different background, system engineer to becoming a, a brand strategist Great. today. Yeah, thank you. Great. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Amazing. You know, you're, 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 it's an inspiration story, you know, that you have told till now. And thank you so much for your yeah. openness, bro. So, yeah, my next question to you is not just about the branding now. You know, so as you are into a branding, you know, for so long time and you are helping, you know, other brands to build. So why branding is so important for business startups and corporate companies today? This is my question to you. Okay, thank you. Thank you for the question. I mean, yeah. so outside from by defining what branding is, right? Yeah. So yeah. I know we have various definition of each people have. I mean, different ways of defining what branding is. But I would say branding or a brand is, is a perception that your customers or your, your potential customers have in mind about you or about the company, right? So how you are viewed in the eyes of the customers and the competition, the community. And I mean, that's just like the most basic or how people see that. That's how they, at, 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 the, at the end of the day, right? So yes. branding is made up with or made up of logo, video design, the vision, the mission, the tone, the voice, the storytelling of a company, right? So all these components leads to what you want to achieve or how you want your customers to see you. Definitely, it is this saying that you need to dress the way you want to be addressed. And people see you or people deal with you based on their perspective of who you are or the value that you bring to them, right? So this of is what branding is, okay? So why it is important, I mean, I almost answered it, I mean, in what yep. I define. It's important because that's what makes you who you are. That's obviously will increase your sales. If you are viewed to be someone that is big or that is bringing a lot of value to the people, they would want to offer even more than you expect, right? Because Perspective of value is really dynamic on, in the eyes of many people, right? But if you're able to position yourself yes. so people see you to be valuable, you would make more sales because everyone is in business to make sales. That's the first thing. Yep. Or profit, if I would say. So secondly, that increased customer loyalty, right? And recognition. Yeah. So people become more loyal to you because of what you're doing for them. They would want to do business with you. They would not want, I mean, there is no space in their mind to accommodate other people because you are there. They see you not, I mean, everywhere. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing. Aside that, um, I would say it helps create a strong company culture as well. So aside from external factors, internally, a company culture is how the employees themselves see themselves. 
they, they, they feel yep. like they're on a mission to serve the world or they're on a mission to do something great, right? There is a story yes. of uh, when it was time for NASA to launch the first um, uh, spaceship to Mars or into, into, into space. There is uh, yeah. John F. Kennedy, I believe, went yes, into yes, yes. NASA and saw a cleaner, right? He was, he was cleaning and he was passionate about cleaning. He found out, why are you doing this? Why are you so happy? He said, and the cleaner answered. Interestingly, he said, what? I'm, help to, I'm helping to send the first space ship to moon, right? So even the cleaner yes. had that culture. He had that inside of him. He felt he was part of a great mission. So that's what branding can do to a company. And lastly, I'd say it helps to develop a strong brand equity or it makes you stand out from the competition, right? It makes you different from the others. That's who you are and that's what you stand for. Thank you, Shirash. What you stand for. That's, that's amazing, you know, Kevin. Amazing, you know, the way you have explained this insanely cool you know i would say so according to you yeah. what are the challenges of building a brand in africa i would say because in africa you know people they have a different mindset and all sometimes they are not that you know receptive like you know they don't want to accept things quickly they take time so according to you what are the challenges of building brand in africa yeah uh so just like you just said now right you just made mention of the biggest that's, I'll say, a customer behavior. Because yeah. you're building a brand, you're serving people, and you have to align to, or you have to understand what they know by value, or what they, they understand by value, right? And mm -hmm. because of diversity of cultures, and diversity of income, or diversity of classes in Africa, it's a little bit mm -hmm. difficult to get into the minds of everyone the same way right yes so in africa some people live quite a number of people live in luxury and on the other side on the flip side some people live in, in poverty right so yes. they have different perspectives of value so when you're mm -hmm. communicating to them when you're sending out a message you just have to be careful about who exactly is getting what message and making sure there's no mix in the communication over there, right? Second, yes. branding, as I said earlier on, is a promise to your customers, right? So you mm -hmm. promise being the best partner when it comes to IT services. You promise being there for them when they needed someone to call even the night, probably. You promise a lot of things. But sometimes there's struggle, there is a struggle to stick to your promises, right? So yes. because of how diverse the market or how dynamic the market is people want a lot more from you the demand for for your services or your product becomes so dynamic that sometimes you forget to commit to the process you just want to get things done very fast okay this customer i, I mean i'm selling beans right and i'm saying this a yes. plantain but someone wants salad and i don't want to yeah. lose that customer so I quickly go and buy salad and add it to what I'm doing so that I can serve this person. And forgetting the processes that it takes to actually make these things stand. You know, because without the right process, you can get things started, but they might not last, right? So because you'd want to serve people and you want to 
get the, 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 the market or you want to please the people, you struggle to keep in line with the vision and you get distracted by other factors, right? So yes. thirdly, I'll talk about uh, the demand for cheap items, not necessarily cost of, or not necessarily quality by some of the customers in this part of the world because of income or their, their, their level of perception or because of how the, the one things to be done, you'd, you'd want to serve them with something cheap, but you promise quality at the end of the day or at the beginning, you promise quality but because you want to get things through to them, it's difficult to stick to pricing or it's difficult to stick to the promise when it comes to pricing and you're likely to compromise quantity for yeah. quality just because you want to serve all kinds of people. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Amazing. You know, I totally understand, you know, what you have said just now and I hope my viewers are also. So to all the viewers, you know, who are listening to this podcast or who are just watching it on YouTube, yeah. Uh, you guys can grab your notepads, pens and paper huh? because you have to write all these points because what he's sharing right now is it's very insightful. So it can help you in your business as well. Or even if you are uh, if you are a startup company, it can help you in your company. So, uh, Mr. Kevin, my next question to you is, see, post COVID, we have seen like, you know, consumer behavior has totally changed. Now, many companies, they are spending more on yeah. social media branding. You know, instead of just doing a traditional branding. Yes, they are still doing it. No doubt. But most of them, they are just spending it on social media now. Because they know that now many customers, they are on social media. So how do you feel like, you know, like what is what are your uh, views on this? And how is it affecting traditional branding now? Okay, yeah. So... Traditional branding, if I would say, it's simply the use of um, traditional ways of communicating, right? So that's radio, yes. television, newspapers, mm. magazines, flyers, everything. and all those yeah. those old ways, billboard exactly, to communicate to our audience, right? Yes. Then now we, we have a new form of media that helps reach out to people, I mean, in, in a different way, right? That's social media. So basically the use of digital channels and I mean, anything digital to reach out to your audience. Uh, COVID has indeed brought a change, right? This is a new world, a world uh, that was not the same. I mean, before 2020, I mean, everything was physical. I mean, if, if I would have told someone in 2019 that it's possible to hold meetings or to hold a full conference without having to meet people in person, you don't have believed it, right? No, like, not okay, at all. Is this possible? How possible this? Or oh, I mean, a lot of questions. But social media really has been there prior to COVID. But I mean, COVID has really brought the light or it has really brought this out or the need for us to communicate via digital media. But what's the impact? Right? What really differentiates social media from traditional media? It is some few things. I'll leave five things, right? Uh, first okay. being specific targeting. It yes. helps you specifically target uh, a certain range of people and budgeting, right? People want to budget. People want to spend a little on marketing and get enough return. They want to make more yes. money while spend a little bit less. And the kind of media that is being used, right? Today, it's all about what attracts people the most. 
what draws people attention you know now attention span has really reduced about to hmm. four seconds right if you really cannot draw some yeah, attention four, seconds. in the yes. few, first few seconds with your content exactly you are out of range right people have a lot of things to do at the same time so customer engagement that is fourth thing i'll talk about what's the most engaging way right to get feedback you don't and just talk to people where you want to know what they think about your product. You want to know what, what it is, how it's doing to do, right? And lastly, I'll talk about measurability. You want to measure the impact of whatever you're doing. You want to see how it is working across all channels. Yes. Totally. totally you know, I, thing, I agree. Right? I think both of them have a place or a role to play. And it's a combination of both yes. that works out. I know it's true that social media today uh, have the advantage of those five things that I, I made yeah. mention earlier on, right? So social media marketing is capable of making marketing companies more strategic, right? Or take strategic decisions when it comes to marketing. And the, the campaigns that are run on social media are very specific, target specific or demo demographically You'll be able to reach out to people in a certain city, tell them the message that you want them to know and get the feedback that you want to know right from them. So obviously, it's becoming one of the most effective way of doing marketing or one of the most effective ways to get your message out there, get the feedback and get a return on investment, right? Yes. But yes. Uh, traditional media has a way of also putting or positioning your company or positioning your brand, right? Yeah. So because for a certain age class, it's still uh, a trusted sort of information for them, especially for the older group, right? They are more yes. comfortable with TV ads, are comfortable with radio and all this thing. And aside that, traditional media is also a form of, gives you a level of prestige because of the amount of money you have put into pulling up a billboard and putting about those things that people see. So... Obviously, someone seeing a billboard of MTN or Ken Technologies will know that these guys are really into business and they have the money or they have the resources to actually help me out. Yeah. So, yes, just to conclude on that, COVID has really brought social media to light or has brought the importance of, of social media to our day-to-day -day activities, right? But I believe the combination of both traditional and social media really makes your brand stand out and pass the message stand out. to all kinds of, of, of populations. Yeah. 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 Because, you know, I have seen this thing, you know, when I was there in Ghana, so we also used to do a lot of promotions for our company. Like, you know, there are some Indian festivals, there okay. are some other festivals going on. We used to put our stall and uh, sometimes, you know, Okanshi market, Accra central. So we used to go there with a lot of t-shirts. Yeah, exactly, we used yeah. to distribute, do a promotion, t-shirts and all those things. Mm. So these things cannot be replaced. Social yeah. media cannot replace all these things. You know, when you go and distribute exactly. something or give exactly. something physically. So that's very important, you know, when it comes physically, to yeah. as well. Yes, especially in Africa. It's really, really important. So, uh, yeah. Mr. Kevin, according to you now, what are the new opportunities yes. for brands in Africa? Let's say tomorrow somebody just want to start a new company and they want to make it a brand. So what are the opportunities mm. uh, in Africa? And uh, it's not related to political right now because we are not here to talk politics. But how government is supporting, uh, Ghana okay. government is supporting 
the new brands or you know the new entrepreneurs who are coming yeah okay so uh opportunities for brands in africa i mean you know africa is still a green field right whilst other continents are being explored or are actually at the verge of <laughs> going out of resources we still have a lot more resources natural resources human resources i mean the the field as it's still green right there's a lot of opening there's a lot of opportunities here they're coming specifically to ghana i mean the the government is putting a lot of policies in place right in support of SMEs most especially there are a lot of programs i mean some of them funded or supported by some international organizations of course right some like giz that's a german associations in ghana uh, we have the association of ghana industries that are putting up cohorts so first of all start from cohorts right that is giving uh, training the right training for those young entrepreneurs that are coming into business so right from market research uh, from product sprint for you to understand what you are really offering, whether there is a need for it in the market. Because a lot of people want to come into business or people go into business without knowing who they are really serving, without knowing their needs and how best to, where to find them and how best to serve them, right? So these cohort yes. programs are really helping them build capacity to serve the market and scale globally. So secondly, right. aside from what governments are doing, there is, I mean, now we, we live in a global village, right? So globalization is one thing you cannot let go of. So prior to COVID or in the past, you could only serve people in your locality. You can only serve people in your community. But because of digitalization, now we can serve people around the world. So if Kofi is selling clothes or uh, Ghanaian-made um, stuff here in Ghana, now we can serve people mm -hmm. in Canada because of technology, right? And there are a lot of things to leverage on in terms of um, Korea, in terms of delivery or uh, mobilization of funds, right? In terms mm -hmm. of payments, you know, I, I didn't make mention of this earlier on at the top, but I'm, I'm as well a co-founder of FS Goody, which is wow. a fintech company. Yeah, yes, I think the payment exactly. something online, so, the company that does, I think it's related to that exactly we we have connect africa through payment right we wow, are you are the co-founder money except i'm i'm one of the co-founders exactly oh that's so great. we realize that it's been very difficult for africans to receive payment and we we talk mm -hmm. about pan-africanism right we recently the afcha the free african trade area agreement have been signed and that would help people actually easily trade among countries, but it's been difficult for them to receive payments at the same time. So we, we built a structure, we built the system that helped them to send money through their mobile application, mobile app, and send money between Ghana and Nigeria. So you can pick your wow. money, you pick your I phone. Can, and I can yes, contact you to some of the people because, you know, yesterday only one guy from yes. Nigeria okay. sent me a message that he is not able to do a payment. He All wants right. to do some online payment. So I told him Payoneer, that via Payoneer he can receive payment, okay. but he said, no, he wants to do the payment. Mm -hmm. So do your company also he like this uh, yes, app do... helps to do the payments? Exactly. It helps you do the payment. I will well. contact. So I will uh, store, share his contact store. number with you. 
Yeah. Sure, sure. So that is FS Goody. Okay. That's the name. So these are some of the opportunities okay. that are on the ground now. So you can easily send goods and receive payment for it instantly, right? So, oh. yeah, so these are some of the things, and there's a lot more coming, I mean, and we are, we are very hopeful, and the future is bright, yeah, thank you. Oh, amazing, you know, it's something new that, you know, you have told me, and yes, I think I can help you. There are, I know a lot of people in Nigeria, like, you know, who need this, and oh, also interesting. you can also discuss with them. Yeah, that's great. Interesting. Uh, so, I'll Mr. Kevin, now that. my next yeah. question to you. Yeah, of course. So yeah, my next question to you is, see, there is always a debate, you know, especially in companies, sometimes the, even in school, even in colleges when we were there, like what is more important, mm. sales or marketing? So according to you, which is more important? Both oh. are important for business, first of all. But which do you feel like, yes, you know, this is without this. Yes, we know sales. Sales is heart and soul of a business. But at the mm. same time, marketing is also important. So according to you, what is the actual difference yeah. between sales and marketing and to whom you give the more benefit? Okay, so sales and marketing, yeah, I've heard, I've heard this a lot of times, right? And yes. I believe they work hand in hand. So I might not be able to give priority on any of them, but it depends on where we are looking at it from, right? So sales is, is basically activity or the instant activity of accessing goods or products or services or sending value for money right yes the marketing is a little bit beyond that so i would say market sales is included into marketing right so marketing i'd say is a process of creating uh communicating and delivering right value and as well handling customer relationship right to your customer or your target audience so you see that inside of marketing there is sales that is a part of communicating. No, that's a part of making that product available for people to buy. So as I said earlier on, it's, it's all depends on where you are looking at it from all the objectives, right? So the objectives of sales, sales is basically or primarily directly towards making or matching the expectations of your, of your customers instantly, mm. right? So that's yeah. making a sale and moving on. But marketing is, is, is a range of activities. So... Apart from sales, you're looking at distribution, you're looking at the research, R&D, you're looking at, I mean, a holistic view of what, how you're going to deal with your customers. Yeah. So it, it depends on what you want to achieve. So sales basically focus on, uh, on, on increased revenue, right? Then marketing talks about how you can build a strong relationship, how you can serve the customer, how you can give them what the ones at the right time and probably twisting or adjusting yourself to to serve them better right so i wouldn't say any of them is better than the other but i'll say they work yeah. hand in hand one is short term while the other is is long term thank you oh great amazing oh yes you have answered this a right way yeah. so mr kevin now where do you see yourself after yeah. five years yeah. i'm just asking yourself like okay this is what you have planned after five oh years. interesting yeah oh all right so kevin in five years <laughs> there's a lot coming on but i mean the president right of now, ghana oh just to put it in in in, in perspective ah <laughs> yeah i mean politics not really my thing anyways but i mean 
I love to focus on what I'm passionate about. <laughs> That's yeah, branding yeah, just, and education, kidding. right? So hopefully in the next five years, uh, I'd be able to help at least a thousand brands across the continent position themselves and do great things, all right, or compete on a global market. And that is personally to what I could do myself and through the army of design and or brand strategies that I'll be building. Because I'm passionate about teaching, I, I wouldn't want to do this single-handedly, right? So yeah. probably or most strongly have a, a branding school or branding cohort where I could bring young guys and equip them with tech skills or give them the right resources to be able to become who I am today or probably do more than I'm doing, right? So yeah. education, helping African startups to, to build big brands. And secondly, empower kids when it comes to STEM education, right? I said this earlier on, right? Because the yes, future is yes. technologies. These young ones need to be equipped from the scratch. I personally have had experience of meeting children, young ones in junior high school here that mm -hmm. have ICT part of the curriculum but they don't have, they don't know what a computer is. They've never pressed control C, neither control V, right? So they don't have the practical experience, how to use a computer and use it to build anything at all. And through yes. research, I found that like about 80% of people in Africa, most of them in rural Africa, have not had a chance to practically use a computer to get anything done before, right? So I see yes. this as an opportunity and Hopefully next year, one of the things I want to start, it is that foundation that I call it mobile IT lab, right? So I'd want to be able to move to remote areas or rural areas, equipped with laptops, equipped with computers, and give them opportunity, give them the trainings that they needed, right? And I don't want to leave them just like that because I believe in asset-based community development. I believe in something sustainable. So aside from the basic training we give them there, we'll try to build a community around that. That will take them along throughout the stages, right? So right from the basic Office Word, Excel, the next cohort or the next meeting is likely to be in graphic designing or different, different skill set throughout the journey until become, I mean, full-grown IT gurus that will be able yes. to build something for Africa. I'm passionate about branding, number two, about education. Thank you. That's what yeah. I'm going to be doing in this five years. Oh, maybe. And are you also looking for a collaboration? Kind of, let's say, for example, tomorrow, you know, something, you know, somebody wants to collaborate. Okay. They obviously. Want to part obviously. You. you are looking for that. As yeah. Well. This, this, this cannot be done alone, right? Because yeah, of course. The, the, the market is huge. I spoke about 80% <laughs> of the yes. whole population. It tells you that. Of course. This cannot be done alone. And I'll definitely be open for partnership for government organizations or private donors, anybody that could help in that sense. Very open for partnership. Great. Great. Oh, amazing. And I'm coming huh? then. <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah. I'd love to work. Yeah. As discussed, yeah. 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 Uh, so Kevin, what do you want to appeal to the investors, you know, of North America, Dubai, Europe, and even India, you know, who are watching this episode right now, like how big is African yeah. market? Okay, Africa is big. I made mention of this earlier, right? Right now, the, the recent census makes us know that uh, we are about 1.4 billion 
in population, right? And yes. this is green ground, green pastures for any investor in terms of human resources. And we still have the youngest population that any continent yes. has, youngest working force, right? And young potential. They in and out, I meet with guys, right? Because of where I stand, I deal with business. There are young guys that are doing amazing things, I'll tell you. They have product, mm. they have businesses, they have services that could actually change the life of people. But they don't have the necessary support, right, for them to scale. It, it might take them 10 years to build that capacity to serve the number of people they could sell, right? So investors in America, in Dubai, or wherever it is around the world would want to come in and look for genuine sources to reach out to these people. And I would position myself as one of them because having direct contact with people tells you what they are going through, what their challenges. And this is not just stories that are written somewhere else, right? But working yeah. people, I know what they are able to do and the capacity or how they can serve the people. Right. right. So number one is actually right meeting with the right people or meeting with people that are trying to make change in their communities. Secondly, I would I would appeal to them to invest in uh, uh, sustainable sustainable uh, investment or let me say sustainable ventures. Right. I believe so much in access based community development which means uh, building with the people, not only for the people. And Africa has received a lot of investment in the past years, and most of the time, yes. there are a lot of speculation about how the monies are being spent, where they are being used. But the beauty of using asset base is that you're already using existing assets. You know what the people are capable of, and you are building on what they already have. So they don't see it to be strange, or they, they won't be able to maintain it at the end of the day. But when you build with people and you, you look into the future together with them, they are able to know what it is. And I believe so much in education, right? Because I'm passionate about it. And, and the strength of a nation or the nation rises to the strength or capacity of the education of its people. So number three, investing into education for me is very key. Making, helping yes. Africans build capacity. I mean, especially in digital sector in IT, in, in IoT, in, I mean, machine learning, in the newest technologies that we could ever have. So, yeah, yes. that's a little I have to share. And I'm very open to partnerships or, I mean, Siraj is one of the great guys <laughs> that is driving that as <laughs> yeah. well. So, obviously, through Siraj, we'll do great things. Yeah. yeah. Of course, of course. Yeah, I will. I will do my best. And you, I, I, as I mentioned you last time, like what I'm planning for Africa, you know, about education, branding and all those things, you know. So, yeah, of yeah. course, you know, that would be great if we do it together as well. So last question to you, Kevin, yeah. you know, it's this podcast is really going amazing. I don't want to end it. But yes, I have to do. And this question I ask in every episode. So, Kevin, what advice do you want to give to a youngster who is between 18 to 25 right now and watching this episode? What advice you want to give him? Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah, that's the youngsters. Those are the people that hold the future of our nations, yes. our communities, and whatever it is. I had this quote from someone. Uh, I can't remember exactly who it is, but he made mention that what you do with the first 25 years of your life will lead 
or would would influence whatever happens in the next 50 years of your life that if you live to stand alone. So 25 years, your first 25 years as the most precious, like they are the gifts from God to you. Uh, I believe so much in what God does for us or how God positions or the potential that God gives to us, the ability or the choice that God gives to us to, to make a change or to transform our life. It is true that we'll say in Africa, we are disadvantaged. It is true. We don't have all the support. We don't have all the things that every other people have in, on, in other yeah. continents, right? But I believe God has given a fair advantage or has a fair passion for everyone. He gives you the power to make a choice and to make a difference. And irrespective of where you are, irrespective of what you do, if you stand out and you are diligent in whatever you do, you would be able to compete on the global stage. So first, education. We just need to get it right. We just need to get the right foundations right first because we are tempted to go into business and make money and to do things quickly, right? But without the right foundation, we are likely to lose out too. Number two, I speak about communication skills, right? No matter how good you are, if you cannot communicate what you have or you cannot communicate values, it is difficult to reach out to you. It's difficult to know what you are really worth. Thirdly, I spoke about good, uh, good connection skills or being able to build good relationship with people around you in your community globally, right? Being multicultural, understanding people from where they are coming from, being able to relate with people on a global scale. Those are the three key things I would say that we need to have right in place before we get into our 30s because there, a lot of things are no more fair. We are treated as adults. <laughs> so yeah, basically yes. this, this is what I have to share. Yeah. Oh, amazing, amazing insights. And it was one of, you know, the most wonderful podcast that I have recorded with you today. You know, because I am also, my background is also sales, marketing, branding and all. So even for me, right. there were a lot Great. of new things that I have learned from you today. So thank you so much, Kevin, yes. for coming to our podcast. And to all the viewers, we'll come with another episode of the podcast next week. So till that time, bye. Thank you so much, Mr. Kevin. Thank you, Sharash. Yes.